Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Chris. Hey, Wendell. It's that time again. What time is that? It's Wendell and the Wild Time. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so we had another adventure with Boxford Police Chief James Ryder. He's awesome, by the way. He is awesome. I love the fact that he just was like, yeah, you ladies want to go out in the woods? Let's go. And I he know. Just throw, I mean, does I, I want to look at him at one point and go, all right, we've been out here for two hours. Do you not have a day job? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Which is good to be chief. Yeah, yes, it is. What I appreciate is just how much, you know, knowledge he has. Amazing. Yeah, not just about navigating through those woods, because he's been doing that for his whole life. Which was not easy, which was a little tricky, by the way. Yeah, it was a little bit challenging. Up hills and down hills. And and just the trail would sort of disappear and then pick it back up again. The other thing that was really interesting was how much the pond had changed. Yes. Where he could point out. Crooked pond. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, the water line was here and now it's, you know, five no, actually, it was more than that. It was more like 10 feet from the shore. And right, right. Yeah, so areas that were once passable are no longer passable. Right, right. Which was interesting. The the beavers. Yeah. Yeah, it was beaver activity. A lot of beaver activity. Oh, yeah. So where we went was up Bald Hill. We kind of made a, a, we didn't make a beeline for Bald Hill, but we made a sort of circuitous route. We went in through the wildlife sanctuary and then into Boxford State Forest. We went in off Middleton Road. I was going to say Middleton Road. Yeah. In Bo- we were in Boxford? We were in Boxford. Okay, yes. Correct. And then so we hit Crooked Pond first, yep. looped around that, yep. and then and went then up we Bald Hill. And around to Bald Hill. Yeah. yeah, it's a great hike. He can tell you things that have happened along as we're going along. He can yes. tell you things that have happened here and there. Yeah, he, the total history of the property. And some of yeah. it some of it dates back quite a ways. A long time ago. And some of it were, you know, guys that were busted in the woods doing whatever, whatever you know, right. five yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. What I found most amazing was that grave. Yeah. Right, this little cemetery that's up yeah. there for the Russell family. There's a little Russell family cemetery, right? Yes. Not quite at the top of Bald Hill, but almost. Yep. Yeah. On the way up there. And James Russell, who fought in the Revolutionary War yeah. is buried there. It, with a flag in his grave. Yeah, that's right. I can't believe that somebody that they trek out there because he is a veteran. So that's on right. Veterans Day and Memorial Day, they trek out there and they put a flag on his grave. That's right. That is some dedication. It is. Because he died in 1830, I believe it says on the gravestone. Yeah. Um, and it says right on there. A soldier in the Revolutionary War. It's re- they're really neat and they're really beautiful markers. I mean, you can't miss them. They're tall. They're, yes, his is especially tall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's also too nice to see that somebody's repaired them. They've broken over the years because yes. they do get narrow at the top. So I could see right. if a branch came down and hit them or something, it might have happened. Yes, it doesn't look right. like they've been toppled over. It looks like they right. were snapped off. Yes, yeah. Um, and somebody at some point had scribbled on it. Yeah, one of them was that one. That's somebody, not okay. No, but they'd cleaned that up too. No. That is not. That is never okay. Right. That is never okay. Never okay. I don't know why people think that that would be a good idea. What the chief said was, "I don't care if they died in 
1830 or a week ago. Yeah. You just don't... You just don't do that. ...scribble on a veteran's grave or anybody's, or anybody's grave, grave for that matter. Yeah. But and the American int- Legion goes up there every year, places a flag, you know, make sure yeah. everything is okay. And I'm sure that's probably who saw it. They're, they're probably the guys that cleaned it up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah you can see where they kind of scraped yeah. off whatever it was that somebody had scribbled on yeah. there. And the other part that was really neat was when we got up to the top of Bald Hill, which isn't bald anymore. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It was cool. There were there were one or two areas, well, the top of Bald Hill, um, and, and another area leading to probably as we were making our way up to the cemetery, you could see where they had were fields, where they had once been fields. They used to ride horses. Yeah, there, there was he a, said there was a horse ring. There was, there was a, a ring, ring up, up there, there. And they had, yeah, all kinds of things yeah. went on up there. So now it's ringed with trees, and but the center of it isn't really bald anymore. It's no. tall grasses. It's tall grass. But you yeah. can see trails heading off in every direction. Yeah. So where people come and go. People are still coming and going up yeah, there. Yeah, which and is pretty could, neat. We could hear the birds. We saw a cardinal. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other that I'm I'm not good with bird calls. I'm not good at identifying. I know cardinals, blue jays, chicka, chickadees. Chickadees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crows. The, right. Yes, right. The it's crow bad. is very easy to <laughs> yeah. identify. Whippoorwills, I know um, also. Yeah. That's, and we were that's talking about, about the woodcocks. Yes. Because he was saying they used to go, there were places in the area where they would go to watch the woodcocks do their courting display during breeding season. Yeah, I which know. He said they fly up and like dive bomb it's straight down. It's very interesting. They yeah. go up, and as they do this like free fall, and as they come down, their wings make a sound, and yeah. they also vocalize little yeah. sounds. Yes. But when they hit the ground, they go me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. And they're the cutest birds, they're too. They're really sweet little birds. They really yeah. are. They have those little long... They must go for, like, grubs or, or something. When yeah. They eat because they have these Bugs. really long, yep. pointed beaks. And, yep. they're, and they're, they're related to the sandpiper. When I read that, I was like, oh, of course they are. Of course, right. Yeah, because they yeah. look a little like... They got little short legs. You could they see them They have little short around. legs, yeah. and they're kind of round, plump, yeah. they plump little birds. so cute. And they're, like, mottled beige and rust and black yeah. and they just completely blend in yeah. with the leaves absolutely you know that's what i was thinking i was like i've never been a bird watcher but now i'm like i need to keep an eye out for one of we're these gonna guys. do that yeah i want to keep an eye spring. out yes because yeah. it's it's really quite amazing thing to watch let's read what was on the gravestone yeah so the other thing the that's the other neat thing about um that those gravestones and Gravestones of that sort of era, anyway, is that they some of them have a, a, your whole life story on them. They tell yes. you a lot of information about the people that are there, but they also usually have some sort of lovely inscription, a little on poem, them. a little poem, or, or something. Yes. Yeah, or sometimes a, not usually a Bible verse. A lot of times, though, it's a religious. Yes, and this one is, is a little bit. So this was written on James the Russell's James grave. Russell's grave. Cease then, mourners, cease to languish o'er the graves of those we love. Pain and death and night and anguish. Enter not the world above, and let me choose the path they choose, that I soon again may see beyond this world of sin and woes with Jesus in eternity. Isn't that great? It is great. It's beautiful. Yeah. And the fact that, um, you know, these aren't like computer generated. These are hand, hand carved. carved. And, the, and yep. the penmanship is flawless on them. Yes. Which is a dying... Ah, very much so. And I didn't notice it on this one, but you'll notice on a lot of the older stones, too, sometimes it's hard to read because the letters are different. That's right. When yes. they carve them, yeah. um, sometimes, uh, quite often, you'll see A's and E's are combined. Yep. You'll see that um, F's actually look like S's. Yes. 
So That's or because right. they curl the around. around. Yeah. Well, they curl. They curl around in odd ways. Right? Yeah. So some. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like listening to Shakespeare. I was just going to say Chaucer. Yeah. I was say <laughs> once you listen to it, you get the hang of it, and yeah. so once you learn to read these, you get the hang of it. You yeah. know what letters are what, but yeah. but they do, and especially if it's funny too, because you know, like I said, they these weren't computer generated, so you didn't have somebody perfectly spacing things out. So a lot of times you'll see words cut off right in the middle. Or you'll see them squished together and com- and letters combined because they're trying to make space. Yes. So they don't have to jump down to another line. Right. Oh, yes. Right. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, this is, there's a lot to appreciate there. Yeah. There really is. They're cool. Look at this. Isn't that interesting, huh? Yeah, so there would be, you know, even right here, there's like a horse. You know, people ride horses around, kind of a ring. It was the same thing. Yeah. Right. So if you're looking put a little over that way with your dammers tower over there that goes all in the middle huh? then if you go over the hill right here and go down that goes out to say like 120 Middleton Road okay yep there are trails going off in every direction yep. that kind of goes down where we came before so that trail gets you that access okay and then you can go down and take like a hard left and there used to be a trail that was kind of a long more of a path but you can still navigate by motorcycle and that was your next challenge after you can make it up this hill <laughs> It's very quiet out here. I'm not even hearing that many birds. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Right? I'm trying to look to see where that one bird is that I can hear. Oh, yeah, a few over that way. Yep. yep. I grew up in the woman of Widge Arms. that used to live right in the house where the mill is on Mill Road. And as a kid, so she was big in the Audubon. And there was oh, Cardinal, right there. Right in the tree. That's probably who's yep. making that yep. little peep. Right there. Right there you see him? Top. Look at the top of the pine and come down about a quarter of the way. He's right there. Magoo is missing that, but that's so okay. Go, the tree that's <laughs> bent over started the ground. The one that's bent over straight over there. Yeah, yeah. Follow that up. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. Oh, now I see him. Yep. Yep. Bye, buddy. But there's some type of bird that shooting on the springtime, it comes out when it's mating season. It would come out of all the ground cover. It would fly up about 40 feet. You know, make its calls and dive bomb right down to the ground. Yep. And they would come out around dusk. I forget what it was. Yes. Um, it would take you over there and you would watch the things. And it was just kind of between the back of Helen Phillips's house and then the Sorensen property was over. Yeah. And, and when they land, they go. Yeah. And then they yeah. take off, go straight up. Yes. Make the sound and drop back down. I, I should I should know what that is. It's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. So we lived down on, uh, our, the road we lived on turned into a, a dirt road, and there were three sand pits down there. If you went down in the bottom sand pit, I can't remember what they were called either, but there were the birds that would make their nests in the sand pit. Okay. Along the top of the yep. sand pit, you'd see okay. all the holes. Just like a like a little army row. Swallows, that, maybe? May, yeah, Maybe they might have been some kind of swallows. They probably were. Um, yeah, and they would come in and out. You'd see them go in and out, dive in and out of it. And of course, we were horrible children. We weren't. Try- we wouldn't try to hit them. We w- we would throw the rocks to hit the sand pit to make them all fly out. <laughs> oh right, because <laughs> we right. wanted to see them all fly out. Sure, the woodcock. <laughs> okay. The woodcock oh, is, is the one is? that. Okay. Yeah, it's part of their um, the the mating thing. They go up and then they kind of almost do a free fall. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, and they make weird noises, and then when they hit the ground, they go meh. Hey, you know. Somebody finds that sexy. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing we talked quite a bit about is that kids don't go out these days into the woods like they used to. Because kids aren't spending time out here, all that historical knowledge 
There's, that there's not 15 kids in town that can figure out where they're going through these woods anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and so what happens when all us old coots are gone? Right. Yeah, it just turns it. back into forest. Yeah. It's the same as you look at like, um, you know, like earth after people as you see. You know, they show what New York would look like, you know, five years after people, 15 years after people, 30 yep. years after people. Right. And eventually right. those people, their kids will grow up and they'll discover this place and think that no one ever knew it existed. Right. There they'll you go. Like and it will start the cycle all <laughs> over again. The cycle all over again. We hope. We hope. Chief Ryder and I both grew up in, in rural areas. So we had a lot, we have a lot of that in common about running around in the woods when we were yep. kids, you know, and I used to say we would follow the brook and, and, uh, which would take us down to this big state owned field and there was a pond and right. like you, we used to catch polywogs and yep. frogs and all that kind of stuff, you know, and we would run barefoot through the woods. We were, you know, we were always out there, but uh, you're right. I mean, kids now. It's just not the thing to do, whether they're the same. whether they're on their phones or on their computers or and I don't even know that that's it or but everything is so organized these days. Uh, yes, right. Kids just don't right. go out and play right like they used to. That's right. We've talked about how my parents, they had four of us, I mm -hmm. had three brothers. They would just open the door in the morning and say, you know, come back when the street lights yeah. come on tonight, <laughs> right? And off we'd go, much to the neighbor's chagrin. <laughs> off we'd go. Well, our neighbors were usually out playing with us too. <laughs> so yeah, I had two brothers. I have two older brothers. And then I was the only girl in the neighborhood. So I really had more like six older brothers because I had, they were all boys in the neighborhood and I was the baby. Yeah, right. So, but I tagged along right after them, yep. just like everybody else. Yep. And, um, it was yeah. very unstructured. N yeah, no, we rode our bikes. We played cops and robbers, which, of course, you can't play anymore. I'm sure that's politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to play deer and hunter, which is kind of the same thing, but you're in the woods. Yep, cops yep. and robbers, we always played in our bikes. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, we would ride our bikes for fun. Yes, we Not did. Not just we for transportation. It was for, for fun. fun. Yeah. And when we wanted to do something, we just get off the bike and drop leave it, it wherever it was it, right there was no <laughs> yeah. kickstand god knows and we'd just go off and do our thing and later we'd come back, come and, back get and the bike pick up the bike yeah, yeah. and you never yeah. worried about anybody stealing it because no. you were with all the kids in your neighborhood but who's gonna right. steal it <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. right yeah yeah so that was that was kind of interesting yeah it's too. fun yeah, yeah it's kind of sad and it is because i feel like kids aren't learning about nature but if you're in the scouts or if you're in some sort of organized group you are learning but not the way we did right not the way of like hey mom what's this flower that's a lady slipper don't pick those right <laughs> you know it's against the it's law it's against the law for one thing yeah, it's against a lot of big those <laughs> oh <laughs> but you know that what, what were the little berries you were finding the oh, little red berries Yes, you were finding all the partridge berries right, out there. Right. You know, and we used to find wintergreen. Yes, um, wintergreen, right. Yeah, we used to have yeah. those, and my mother would be like, chew the leaves, they taste good. Black raspberries. And, uh, black raspberries, we'd find. yeah. Or blackberries, we'd yeah. find. Ra I told raspberries. You, we had raspberries and blackberries that grew yeah. wild out behind our house. Sure. And I remember moving to the big city and shopping and being shocked and appalled at how much people were paying for raspberries. Right. $20 like, for an eight ounce. You know. I pick those in my backyard for free. If I'd known that, I would have been selling them. Exactly <laughs> like, right. Louise. You could have been rich. You could have been a contender, Chris. You could have been. I could have got out of here. <laughs> if I'd only known. <laughs> Sometimes it makes me want to sneak back to that house and see if those blueberry, uh, see if those raspberry bushes are still there. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I'd like to see more kids out playing in the woods. Me too. I don't know if that'll change someday. I don't know. Maybe we can get them all to listen to the Wendell and the Wild podcast. There we maybe go. Maybe they'll come out and 
Make it mandatory. Make it mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> there is an event out there. Just walk out the door, get your hiking shoes on or your sneakers and go out. You and know, explore. the tr- and explore. I mean, go to Boxford State Park, go to Lynn Woods, go to Steer Swamp in Marblehead. Go. I mean, there are places everywhere. The trails are well marked. You're not yeah. going to get lost. Yep. You know, there's, there's Greenbelt property. Yep. There's the. Uh, Ipswich River Wildlife Sanctuary. Oh my God, that place is great. Yeah, Willowdale State Forest. Yeah. yeah, just go, go, and tell us all about it. Absolutely. Post your pictures on our <laughs> Facebook page, Wendell in the Wild Facebook page. So yes. we will be looking for them. <laughs> so until the next time, thank you for joining us here on Wendell in the Wild. I'm Chris Stevens. I'm Wendell Waters. Keep it wild. Keep it wild. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of. Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.